Hello everybody, it's me Ross and welcome back to another edition of the Tractor Girls Talk podcast on Kings of Anglia. I'm joined as ever by my co-host and town woman skipper Blue Wilson. Blue, we're back for another episode. How are you? Good week and how's your rehab been going? Yes, busy week, thanks Ross. Um, very busy week, but all is going well, rehab's going well, nice bit of progression this week actually. Um, so yeah, really sort of starting to pick it up, which is good to see, starting to lift a bit of weight and do things that I thought I'd never be able to do again, um, just after the op. So yeah, it's it's all good good news. But um, yeah, how's your week then? It's been good. Just um, recovered from the Sheffield Newcastle doubleheader. Um, thankfully, the latter we won the game. Um, of course, that's what we're going to be discussing in today's pod. Uh, but we have a special guest joining us. And um, once again, you've been on the the contacts um, as wow. you do as the captain. And uh, who have we got with us this week? So joining us this week, only the nine goals and seven assists this season. Uh, we've got Zoe Barrett. How are you, Zoe? Hi, yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Just about recovered from that Newcastle game. But yeah, thanks for having me. Long trip, long trip. How how many hours did it take to get back in the end? I think it was about four or five. Okay. Yeah, okay. struggle. But yeah, at least we got the win. That was the main thing. Definitely. That, yeah, that's the big thing. When you go all that way, it's like Plymouth. You know, that's a, that was a long weekend and yeah, thankfully a fantastic result um, against Plymouth. The Newcastle game, we won, but it was a slog. Um, and let's talk about it, Zoe, quickly. Um, not quickly, we'll, we'll talk about it in depth because um, it's a big game. Um, we now reached the last 16 for the second time in our history. Um, 1-0 win, Zoe. Uh, before we get into the game, I always like to ask these questions to all the players. Um, overnight stays are always nice. We had a nice hotel, nice Hilton. Um, no. over the Tyne Bridge. Uh, what was that like for you, just experience Newcastle and just the whole experience there? I thought it was actually a really nice city, actually. It was massive. Like We had like, our rooms overlooking like the bridge and went for a walk around, which was nice. And yeah, just a really nice hotel to stay in as well. Yeah, and um, we always speak on the pod blue that overnight stays are always great. Definitely those sort of trips. You couldn't do that in a day, could you? Newcastle in a day for players, oh, that would be hard. I think hard for everyone, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, I was speaking to Kieran, and apparently the journey up was a long one. Um, I think he calculated it as seven hours. Um, so, yeah, it sounds like a bit of a slog, but I think once you're there, it's worth it. And the pictures I was seeing, it looked it looked like an amazing city. Um, so, yeah, it's all worth it when you come back with a win and into the next round. Definitely. And um, Zoe, let's talk about the game then. Um, the crowd was fantastic. Um, what was that like, you know, walking out? I think under 3,000 were there. We had our town fans who were just mad, but props to them as always. Um, but what was that like walking out? Yeah, it was unbelievable. I think the music, the atmosphere, the fans, the flags, it was almost like kind of surreal moment. It was just so loud. You couldn't hear yourself think half the time. But yeah, it was really nice to play in front of a big crowd and yeah, had the little Ipswich fans there as well supporting us. It was, yeah, really nice. Good experience as well. Yeah, and I was about to say, um, your dad travels everywhere. I think he was there, weren't he? And he, he's he's just he's madder than the fans going all that way. But he's there to support his daughter. Yeah, he's crazy, home and away, proper fan, I'd say. But yeah, he loves it, loves it. Definitely, and it you know it, it wasn't the greatest game to watch. It was the Lucy O show, the sequel, um, with her fantastic goal. Watching that goal back, oh it looks better than it was in person. Unbelievable. Um, Zoe, you know, you've played with Lucy for a while now. Of course, both was at MK Dons before coming to town. But um, what was your reaction on the pitch, seeing that goal go in? It was early doors, three minutes into the game. When that went in, I thought, here we go, we're going to have a lot of goals. 
yeah. Course, but yeah, what a goal it was. Yeah, when you see her get the ball around that area, you think all oh, she's going to do is she'll have a shot. It'll probably go in. It's Lucy. But yeah, it was unbelievable. I was thinking, yeah, we'll get a goal, maybe go 5-0 up or something. But then didn't quite plan out like that. But yeah, credit to Lucy. Great goal to make it a 1-0 win. Yeah, and um, Blue, the first half, um, you've seen the stats, you've seen the highlights. Um, the first half, we once again, we controlled the game as we normally do. Um, we started the game very well. We got the early goal. Um but we just didn't create enough chances. But what, how are you feeling, you know, when you knew it was half-time, 1-0, but also when Lucy scored, of course, on the pod we were predicting, we had Lucy on the show, and uh, we probably said, yeah, Lucy's going to score this one, and she does it. Yeah, I mean, I I, I don't want to take too much credit, but I did call it. I did call it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I saw I saw notification on Twitter. I was like, oh, my God, four minutes in. This is insane. Um and yeah, obviously, the, watching the goal back as well, it slightly bobbles up as well. And it's mm. on her left foot. And the way she's hit it, she, just, yeah, phenomenal. But you'd expect that from Lucy O'Brien. Um, so, yeah, I think during the game, I was a bit more worried as we got towards the final few minutes and kept on going corner, corner, corner. Um, but yeah, reading the stats through, we had one shot on target. And obviously, that was the goal versus Newcastle's three. So we talked. We talked. We spoke about uh, being clinical, being more clinical, and we did just do that. So I think it's got to be. It's it's a win. It's a win, and that's all that matters in the FA Cup. Um, so yeah, we we look like we dominated possession, sixty four percent. But overall, it's a win, Ross. It's a win. And Zoe, we've got to give props to our defence. You know, Sarah in goal. They were solid at the back. They're throwing the kitchen sink at us. That good phrase. Um, they did give us a challenge at the end there. Um, and I think they had the crowd driving them on, you know, all those Geordies there. Um, a good experience for us because that's not something we're used to, you know, having to really defend. Um, of course, Lucy Egan came on and she was fantastic when he came on. But as a striker and a forward, you know, you weren't getting many chances really. But props to the defence. And how are you feeling going into them final minutes? Corners after corners, you'll be thinking, oh, God, here we go. Yeah, definitely. It was very nervous towards the end. Like the crowd were getting up behind them corner after corner like throwing after throwing it was almost like when's the game when's the final whistle going to end but yes credit to our defense they were strong kept clean sheet Sarah was unbelievable as always so yeah just happy to get to the end of the game really which was good yeah blue it was um it was a tense final five minutes I know Joe was probably thinking oh no god what's going on what's going to happen um now as I said they're chucking the kitchen sink kind of crowd was getting up and up and up um and well luckily we kept it. But when them corners are coming, I thought, thankfully, Newcastle didn't have any hype, really. So they weren't going to score from those. And uh, Luke, Liv Smith had a, did a fantastic block at one point in the game. And I thought, wow, that is going to be a, a big decider. Um, but how are you feeling when you're seeing all these updates? You know, do you think, oh, come on, keep holding on? I didn't want extra time because I'm, I'm thinking of the long journey home. It's more extra minutes. But um, thankfully, we held on. And it's a good experience for us, isn't it? Just to have that team actually battling and trying to find the equaliser yeah 100 percent. and like you said with the crowd i mean i'm gonna throw this to you zoe how how much effect does a crowd of that size because we don't often play with thousands of people especially against us obviously we had a lot of fans there but when the majority are newcastle fans how does that affect you on the pitch um yeah i think it does a bit like especially mentally you think all, all they're just like constantly going at them because they're up and up and up in like the game it's almost like you kind of got to block that out and just think about what you're doing as a team and just try and stay focused and get the job done but yeah I definitely think it does affect you a bit because we're not used to those big crowds at all like Felix Stone 
couple hundred sometimes, not thousands. So, yeah, I think it was just important we just stay focused and got the job done. Yeah, and there were some great flags. Once again, these Geordies, they love their football. There were some massive flags. I think one of the owners was there as well, um, and they've got a really good setup. And, you know, it's nice to play a different team. Um, you know, unfortunately, it was a long way away, Newcastle, but it's always nice playing different teams. Um, we are into the last 16 of the FA Cup. Uh, the second time in history, Blue, you were part of that side uh, the first time. Now we're making history again. Um, let's talk about the draw then. Uh, yeah, a bit underwhelming, but yeah. Southampton for the third home. time. And at, it's home, at home, thankfully. It's at home. It's at home. Um, I think when we were watching the draw, um, we're like going, come on, home game, home game, home game. And then, yes, it is a home, and then it's Southampton again. Um, we can't get rid of them, really. Um, how are you reacting, uh, Zoe, when we got Southampton? Um, all the draws coming out, you're thinking, oh, we could have Arsenal here, we could have Man City, Man United, Chelsea, and it's a team in our league. Yeah, it kind of got towards the end, you're thinking, no, surely it won't be. And then I was like, oh, I can't quite believe we got Southampton again. Like, we meet again for the third time now, but... Um... Yeah, I think it'll be a good game, definitely winnable. So and at home as well. So hopefully pack out Felix though. Good atmosphere. Should be a good one. It should be blue. And uh yeah, what are your feelings like? We'll quickly just rattle out the other draws of the FA Cup for this last sixteen. Um of course the tie will be played on the twenty seventh of February. Um so not not too long really. It's only a couple more weeks and we're raring to go Happy for the last sixteen. Yeah. And yeah, quarterfinals. Could this town side get to the quarterfinals? Um Could be but, yeah. Could be history. History, history again. Um, so we've got Charlton v Everton. Durham take on Burling City. Thankfully, you didn't need to go to Durham because that would be <laughs> going up there again. Um, West Brom, Coventry United. Reading, West Ham. Chelsea v Leicester City. And then, of course, got a Manchester derby. Man United versus Man City. And Liverpool v Arsenal. And uh, we are just talking off air. If we had just waited a little bit longer, we could have got Liverpool or Arsenal. But no, we get Southampton at home. <laughs> I think I think it's a difficult one because you want you want a big team at home. That's a sort of dream draw. But also we have to bear in mind the fact that we've played Southampton, we've we lost against them in the League Cup, but actually we've won against them in the league. So this tie is very, very winnable. And that could potentially mean being in the going on and being in the quarterfinals. So it's as much as it is disappointing that we've already played them this season a few times and that in total we'll play them four times, it is very winnable so I think we have to look at that um but yeah it'll be a good challenge they'll be up for it we'll be up for it um and I think I think there'll be a big crowd, crowd there for that one actually oh of course and a lot of people are saying you know put it to Portman Road but I think a lot of us would like it just be at Goldstar because we know that is our home that's where um all our fans like going and packing that out great atmosphere all those fans against Southampton it should be a really good occasion and um yeah if we win quarterfinals and then we're not many steps away for the Wembley. Um, you never know. We could get someone in the, the, the quarterfinals. Let's not test that. Let's, let's not. Let's, let's, let's get your suit ready. I'm sorry, Joe. I'm sorry, Joe. But get your suit ready if you need it. Um, let's talk then. Question time with good old Zoe, a.k.a. Bazza. Um, Zoe, <laughs> it's been one hell of a season for you. But let's go back to the very beginning. Um, and this question we always ask, question I always like to ask is... How did you get into football, first of all? I know you've got a brother. I know you've got your dad who's football mad. But where, what's the, the journey of Zoe Barrett? Where, where did it all start for you? Yeah, so I, there was a grassroots team where I live and I joined them, a girls team, when I was about seven or eight. And then from them, I played there for a couple of years and then went to Cambridge United Centre of Excellence when I was about 12. 
And then, then that folded though, unfortunately. I was there for about a year and then went to St Ives Town, Norris grassroots team, did CAMS ACC alongside that. Was there until under 16s and then went to MK Don's RTC for two a couple of years. And then when I got to 16, I was like, oh, well, what am I going to do? But I saw Ipswich was like having a new under 21s kind of set up thing. And I was like, I'll get in contact and see what that's all about. Um, then I went for a trial and got in. And then from then it's kind of just been yeah, all Ipswich and I've loved it so far. That's good. And um, of course, unfortunately, the last few years because of COVID, it's been a bit disrupted in terms of your playing times. Of course, this season, thankfully, we've been playing games, playing games. But um, let's quickly go and talk about your debut first. I don't know if you remember much about it. It was the Kent Football United. I think a lot of players made a debut. We had Peskett on the show a few weeks ago because that was one of her first sort of games where she scored goals. Um, can you remember much from that? It was a 4 0 win on a very, it was a sunny day and the pitch was a bit, bit of a. Desert really, was it? It was away from home, wasn't it? 4 0 yeah. win. Yeah, great. It was a great moment just to yeah, make my debut. So, yeah, very enjoyed that one. Yeah, because I think you, you made your debut of such, of course, against MK Dons in, in a friendly. But I think sometimes I don't count them. Yeah, great. You first time you're playing for the club, mm-hmm. but it wasn't your professional debut. But, um, Blue, what was your first sort of testing you here? What was your first memories of Zoe when she came into training? and you know, planning alongside her? It's difficult. Actually, the first thing that pops to my head is um, it's quite it's quite unique, but the way you strike a ball, I remember you coming into training and that seeing you, hit, like, shoot and being like, oh, no, like, there's not a lot of players who hit a ball like that. It's just the way you can sort of almost knuckle the ball without even with such a short um, follow-through. I was like, oh, this is interesting. I haven't, I haven't seen someone with that sort of technique and that sort of power accuracy. So I think that's my first memory of you, actually, Zoe. That's the first thing that comes to mind. Um, well, obviously, you've progressed through the academy and now we're flying for the first team. So it's it's been a it's been a good journey, I think. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And of course, um, your first couple goals, I don't really count them because they were in the county cup. And um, yeah, I'm just going to move on. From so we'll that. Just leave those out. Yeah, you scored two goals in that game against Sudbury, but it is I'll what it is. I'm with that. Yeah, I'm again. I'm again. Yeah, I'm, I'm insulting again a guest. I said I'll stop doing this, but I keep insulting guests. But um, your your first goal um, in a league game was against Cambridge, of course, the team that you support, your, your childhood team, um, in a, a big win. But um, what was that like, you know, playing and also scoring against the team you support? Yeah, it was a bit weird, not going to lie, <laughs> seeing the black and amber shirts and then me scoring. I was like, do I celebrate? Do I not? But um, yeah, I remember that very well. It's a good, nice goal to score. And yeah, I think do I, um, it was like, a bit weird against Cambridge, but still nice to always get your first goal off the mark as well, especially. And where where did your where did your love for Cambridge United stem from? Because sometimes I'm like, when Cambridge United win, I go on Twitter and I scroll up and down, and all I see is Zoe Barrett like Zoe Barrett like Zoe Barrett like, and I just tell my Twitter off. I'm like, I'm just gonna wait a few hours and <laughs> let some other stuff come come through. Yeah, so obviously uh, you are a mad fan. So where did that love sort of come from? Blame my dad, absolute hooligan. I think when I was about four, I went to my first ever game. It was Cambridge actually via Ipswich, funnily enough. Wow. So, yeah, from then, I think just being season ticket holder for a good 10, 12 years. So, all three of my dad, really, absolute fan. So, yeah, him. That's, that's, a, real, that's a real fan. That is a real fan. <laughs> 
is a that is a real fan. You're, I've seen you a few you know a few times at the Abbey, and of course you were probably you were there when Town played Cambridge in that two two draw. I'm sure you were celebrating yeah. that that late equaliser. So Town fans, hold your ears, um, and I'm sure you're going to be in the away ends at Portman Road when Cambridge play Town as well. Yeah, we'll be hopefully in the away end up there in the stand. But yeah, that'll be a good game as well. Hopefully a draw. Wouldn't mind a draw. Or I say a win. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And let's quickly talk about. Um, Plan for England. Um, you've got your shirt behind you. Um, once again, I'm sure that was an honour to play for your country. Um, you know, playing against Czech Republic. Um, what was that feeling like when you got the call? You're going to be playing for England and then also playing in the white. Yeah, it was kind of like surreal and just like an unbelievable moment for me and like, and my family as well because they were all there like in the stands watching. I almost couldn't quite believe what had just happened when you come on. You think you're just running on to place Ipswich, but it's not. It's England. So yeah, it's kind of like. Didn't really settle in for a couple of days or a couple of weeks. But yeah, I just remember it. It was just unbelievable. And really just proud of myself for getting that achievement. And, you know, we had Lucy on last week and, you know, you played in that game together. I think Summer Hughes played in that game as well. Did I get that right? I've got my stats yeah. right. Yeah, she's on the head. Happy days. Um, so I'm sure that was another great thing to play along your teammates as well. Yeah, 100%. I think when it's easier as well. When you play a lot with your teammates as well, you kind of click and you have a good bond. So yeah, definitely made it easier playing alongside those two as well. Yeah. And and Blue, you know, both of you and Zoe, I think it was the same day we were doing the, you know, pro deal headshots and, you know, yes. signing the shirts yes, and stuff like that. Right. Um, so, so Zoe, what was that like just knowing you're going to be signing a pro deal? Um, you know, last couple of seasons you've had to, you know, had to bide your time playing on under 21s, but then breaking in, scoring a few goals for the side, but then also getting off in a pro deal. What was that like getting that? Yeah, another big achievement for me. I think it's just what you kind of want to achieve when you get older, especially as a female footballer, just trying to get a pro deal. And to do it at Ipswich as well, just a massive the club. I love the club. And it's just like to do it here was very special as well. So, yeah, really, really glad I've signed that. And hopefully just I'll kick on for the rest of the season. And, yeah, hopefully we'll get promoted as well. Yes, hopefully we shall. Uh, Blue, Zoe said she wanted to kick on this season. She has done. Nine she goals, has. She seven has. assists. Um, she was running away with a golden boot for a bit, or challenging Tash. Tash now has been scoring a couple more goals the last few weeks. But um, how impressed have you been with Zoe and as she's here? I mean, it's not a bad strike partnership to have, is it? When mm -hmm. two or three strikers are competing for the golden boot. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's hard because Zoe, you're here. I don't want to I don't want to boost your ego too much. But, yeah, I think you've had a great season so far, um, especially with... The fact we've got Biggs, we've got Tash and we've got you who all interchange quite a lot throughout the team. So it's not it's not like we've got a regular starter who always starts every game. And I can imagine that's quite challenging at times. But the way all three of you have worked and managed to deliver, I think is, is something to be proud of. But yeah, I mean, we've won games because of you. So I think it's been a there's, there's been a real sort of switch and you stepped up. So yeah, please keep going, please. I'll try. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And for you, Zoe, what's your sort of favourite position or don't you really mind playing wherever? You know, there's been times you've, you've you know, you're mainly on the wing, but would you like to be more centrally sometimes? I don't mind really, as long as I'm on the pitch playing. I don't really have a preference. But yeah, wing, I played 10 a couple of times as well the last couple of games and as well nine. I don't really mind either. I don't, um, preference, I do like nine a lot because obviously you're in that middle bit closer to the yeah. goal, but. I don't really have much of a preference. Yeah, and um, I want to quickly go back. Unfortunately, me and Blue weren't there for the Southampton game, but I'm sure scoring in that game, you did score, right? Got yeah. That right, I? yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 
<laughs> my memory is terrible. Um, but I'm sure that was a, a, another great moment in your career, scoring in a big game against Southampton, and it was a big goal. Unbelievable moment. And that's probably one of my most memorable highlights, probably scoring in the game. But yeah, that was because um, we were like under the cosh a bit, 1-0 up. You think, just need a second, settle things down. And when that went in, it kind of hit the bar. I was like, oh my God, I thought I missed. But no, when it, when it bounced in, just, yeah, unbelievable. Great moment. Yeah. And I want to quickly, before I go over to you, Blue, to sort of ask any more questions to good old Bazza. Um, also, what's your thoughts on the nickname Bazza? It's sort of come about this week. Uh, not this week, uh, this season. Um, what's your thoughts on that? I think the first person who mentioned it was Anna, maybe. I think, oh, that's a new one. I haven't heard that one before. But um, yeah, it's kind of last this season, it's proper like stuck. And I think I quite like it. Kind of goes with Barrett Bazza. So yeah, it's a nice one. Yeah, I think Blue, we, I think every player needs a nickname at some stage um, because it's just it's a, a classic football thing. Everyone gets a nickname. So yeah. we'll have to, you know, one day we'll have to rattle out everyone's nickname. Everyone's I don't nickname. know who's got, a, so who, out, currently, who hasn't got a nickname, do you reckon? I don't know. Um... Like Sarah in goal, like is Sarah got has she got a nickname? Yeah, she's got one, but it's not really used. Okay. Oh yeah, Julie, isn't it? Julie, Julie. yeah. Bonnie. Yeah. Bonnie hasn't got one. No. Summer. Summer got one. No. Hughes has not got one. Yeah. Gotta think. People listening, let us know. I know Joe will be listening and other people. Oh, that's a difficult one actually. Yeah, Joe's yeah. good at coming up with nicknames. Nicknames. Some of you. I know I know Charlie likes to call most of the players kid. <laughs> um, so that's what I always hear from him. Um, oh no, kid! Um, Must be a Birmingham thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I think so, but um, Blue, over to you then. Any more questions for good old Baza? Yeah, I've got one. I normally ask this one just because I like to see, you know, who who you sort of look up to. But I'm going to go with the WSL again. Or oh, actually, working up to the, the whole world. Who is there? Any player? Um, male or female that you look you look up to and you think yeah I'd like that part of my game or yeah I think they're a really good player or is there is there anyone that you sort of focus on um in the female game I like Frank Kirby I think just the way yeah. she gets on the ball dribbles beats players has a great like some score from anywhere I think yeah. she's probably one of the main players I've looked up to and just like picking bits from her game thinking oh I'd like to do that be like that so yeah I think she would definitely be up there and Ellen White as well, just the way she can just score from anywhere, different finishes and everything. So, yeah, probably those two are the two I'd probably look up to the most. Well, let's go into then. MK Dons, another former side of you, Zoe. Uh, you scored in the reverse fixture when we played them 2-0. It was an ugly, ugly game. Um, and I still, I'm hoping, because we're away from home, we are going to wear the black shorts again, possibly. I think that's, it should be a possibility, hopefully. I don't know. We'll find out on the day, because... Um, because MK Dons, they play in that white kit, don't they? So, yeah. Hopefully, we'll play in it. It could be a possibility. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Very nice light. shorts. Yeah, yeah, nice shorts. Yeah. Do you, do you like it, Zoe? Do you like I actually really like them. I wasn't yeah. sure to begin with, but from the photos, they look really nice. So, I was like, yeah, hopefully, hopefully wear them again. Yeah. Can you um can you remember much? I know you were there as well, Blue. Um, remember much from the, the last game we played? It was in the FA Cup, of course, a very ugly 2-0 win. Can you remember much from that game? Of course, scoring against your former side? Um, I think it was just a kind of like a yeah, grind out performance again. It was very much they raised their game a bit, battled hard, tried to like make it difficult for us. But um yeah, I think the pitch didn't help at all. <laughs> Don't have to make excuses, but that pitch was 
not the best. But um, yeah, just think a real slog and a grind victory it was. Remember, remember properly. Yeah, and um, of course we played them in the league already this season. We won three 0 Just just looked up. You did score in that game as well. So um, you like scoring against your, your former side. Um, but Blue, how, how are we feeling going into this one? Back to league action. Uh, MK Dons, they are struggling this campaign. They're currently twelfth in the league table. Um, so should be a, a guaranteed win. But I'm sure they will still test us, MK Dons. Yeah, I think we should. Ex- we're expected to win the game. Um... I think going back to the FA Cup, that memory of playing in the FA Cup and that wasn't that wasn't a great game to watch at all. Um and probably one of the low points of the season actually. Um so yeah, we'll we'll look to we'll we'll sort of remember that and remember the risks and that they propose, but actually we are expected to win this game and I have no doubt that we will. Um predictions wise, I'm trying to think I'm gonna go. I'm going to go 5-0. I'm backing us. I'm backing us. I think we're, we've had a great win in, against Newcastle, a real grind out. And I think the effort we've put in the past couple of weeks has been really good. So, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to back us. It's going to be 5-0. What about you, Ross? What's your prediction? Oh, I'm, I'm hoping there's more goals because um, it was a frustrating watch, I have to say, on Sunday against Newcastle. Um, we really had to battle to get that win and also we didn't create many chances so I'm sure Zoe you're going to be hoping your your teammates and yourself are going to be able to find the goal I'm going to go 3-0 um, I think I don't know MK Don's that, that sort of teams who, who would just, just defend 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 um, but I think we will break their lines and get a couple of goals and good old Barrett Baza is going to get a goal for herself but uh, how, how are you feeling going into this game Zoe? Um, yeah, I think it'll be a good game I think we definitely have to be at our very best to win. Like the last couple of times we played them, they've like battled hard and like almost yeah raised their game to like make it hard. But I think we've got enough to make sure we come away with a good victory. And yeah, hopefully we'll just do that on Sunday. Yeah, and I'm just going to quickly bring up their results as of late. They only beat Hounslow one nil, so that's um, not a really good result for them. Um, but then they lost against Bridgewater two nil. Um, of course, they lost against Southampton only one nil. That's not a bad result. Yes, yes. Yeah. It was a late, it was a late goal as well. Yeah. So they will be a challenge. That was at home. Um, then they beat Hounslow 5-0, so a different scoreline there. They beat Plymouth 3-1, then lost against Crawley Was 2-0. Then they've also lost against Southampton in the cup 2-1. So there's some and but then they lost against Kingsham 2-1. So it's sort of it's a mixed bag. Yeah, mixed it's all over the place. So but they could be yeah, it's gonna be a challenge, but yeah, hopefully back. Uh, in the league action and getting those wins and creating more chances. And, um, yeah, I think that is all she wrote to the pod this week. Blue, any other business before we wrap up? No other business other than um, a Zoe Barrett prediction where I'm going to predict there's going to be two goals from you, Zoe, this weekend. So We'll see. I mean, I was Lucy O'Brien, Lucy O'Brien delivered. So, you know. No, no, no pressure then. No, no pressure. pressure. No pressure. Yeah, I want to quickly mention... Um, the celebration, she did actually celebrate, but the wrong way. So oh. just, uh, just you know, I got you know a nice back picture of her, sort of just you know running away. But I'm like, no, I have to but, tell her you went yeah, the wrong way. You went the wrong way. But it's one of those things. <laughs> like, if I was sort of sat somewhere else, and also I don't know if you saw the pictures, the Newcastle player, yeah, was sort of like in the picture, she was like tangled up, like, like, shoving her out the way. I was like, get out of our huddle. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, in the way. <laughs> yeah and what's your go-to celebrations though because I know you, you're on like you're with the hand normally aren't you you're, like w- running away with the hand ups normally that's what I've seen yeah a few times. either that or just like the two hands out 
either one really kind of just whatever whatever i'm feeling in the moment yeah yeah and um i think we're playing at a non-league ground i don't know the name of but uh that is bad research from my part but um hopefully anybody who can go to the game will enjoy the game um and i'm sure it should hopefully be a better game than the last time we played MK Dons as it was an ugly, ugly game. Uh, well, Zoe, it has been a pleasure to have you on the Tractor Girls Talk podcast. I'm sure we'll bring you back on in the future um, for um, uh, you know, a hat-trick or something, something that you've done. I'm sure that will be happening very soon. Uh, but Blue, over to you as always to outro the show. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, again, thanks very much, for Zoe, for joining us. Um, and we'll look forward to being to you next week after the MK Dons game. Thank you. From true crime to football, Brexit to Pokeville, for more great podcasts from Archon, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archon. Archon, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archon.